we're back with Constantly Varied, and today we've got so much things to talk about, lads. Um, I'm going to get into that, and then I'll talk to you two. First of all, <laughs> we have, uh, we're going to do a check-in on lifestyle factors. We're also going to look at programming, as usual. We're going to look at events, as usual. But then our big main topic of discussion today is like a bit of a training reflection, like how's the last three months going, and then how am I going to move the needle for myself next quarter, uh, because it's coming up next week. We're also, we've got overrated, underrated, we've got shout outs, recommendations, we've got the whole deal. So um, I am delighted to be joined by James Rankin today. How's it going? Hi, Jamie. I'm good ish, kind of, I think. Yeah. We just said beforehand, like, we're all operating on, like, maybe 75%. Today. We're all three, three, three quarters people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so hopefully that brings us together to be a decent two, two ish. Yeah, two ish. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. two and a bit. and interest and all that jazz, you know? <laughs> And also here is Stephen Clark. Hola. How's it going? Hola. We've got multilingual Stephen back. Oh, muy bien. Me llamo Steve Esteban. Well, how's it going? Great. All good? It's going good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're all, set for, you're all set for game day. I am. Yeah, I think. I tell you what, looking strong. I know we're going to get into that, but you were cleaning this week. Holy shit, the legs are looking strong. And I got the weight right on the bar. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Good man, leading from the front. Absolutely. So, so um, before we get into it, if you listen to this regularly, it would be great if you could follow us on Spotify. Um, you'll get all the notifications. You'll never miss the show, etc. So jump on and do that. It's very simple. Um, so let's get into it, James. I'm going to check in with you first on lifestyle factors. So these are the things that outside the gym that really affect the results we get from the gym. We know that affect our health, our well-being, our mental health, everything like that. Mm-hmm. So we've got nutrition, sleep, Stress management, recovery, four areas. How are you getting on? Uh, I'm going to start with sleep because I'm nailing that at the minute. I'm really good with my sleep. I've got a nice little routine to get me ready for bed. Um, and I'm pretty much out like a light most nights as well. I have um, I have a book here that we're, I'm going to recommend today. But I read that on my Kindle as well. And I'm reading, reading, reading. And as soon as I feel myself go, what did I just read? I'm like, oh, deadly. Kindle off. I'm asked down and I'm... I'm gone. And Jill would like Jill would still be doing all her creams and getting into her PJs as I'm reading and she can be not finished brushing her teeth and I'm you're just gone. gone. And she'll come in and go, Hey, hey, hey and, and you're and I'm just right for the yeah. Here, so exactly. you wear an eye mask. Yeah, because so I, I wear it during I wear it all year, right? But if you think about it, I'm up at four every day. Yeah. So in the summer I go to bed when and it's it bright. is broad daily. And we don't have blackout blinds. It doesn't annoy you. No, you, once you get used to it. Right. And Jill bought me a really nice one. So <laughs> I, have, I have a real fancy, expensive oh. one. Made from oh silk my and goodness. covers my ears and everything. So there's a little bit of I'll tell you, I'll tell you what you're lucky about. <laughs> Elaine Matthews is my yeah, name. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's going to listen to this and message me now. I can already feel the, the, the wanky tone she's going to send me. But yeah, I, and I wear a nasal strip to help my breathing as well. So I'm like, Jill always jokes. Whenever I get ready for bed, she's like, I'm so lucky because you're so sexy. And I'm like, fuck off. This is, <laughs> this is quite a revelation, you James. Know, I, it, but also not surprising yeah, at I, all. I, my morning people know about this. I do talk about it all the time. So my sleep's really good. My nutrition is volatile at best. Volatile? <laughs> volatile. That's the only word to describe it. I have days where I'm like the vegetable and protein and just the random amount of carbs and I nail it. And then I have other days where I have... You know the Marks and Spencer's cookies? They're not the best ones anymore. It's Tesco ones. <laughs> Tesco Finest, White Chocolate and Honeycomb are the goat of all cookies because they're always soft and chewy. I like chewy ones. So, like, I practically have shares in them at the minute with the Tesco right. and Rush. <laughs> so, like... So, so it's going off in, in such a good way and then it's also going and off in such a bad way. Yeah, so uh, volatile. Yeah, okay. That's a good word for it then. Yeah. And then stress management, um, uh, not good, not good right now. Not good. No, I kind of, we've talked about this before where I kind of channel a lot of my stress into my training and I don't think it's a very healthy way for me to deal with it sometimes. Um, and I'm not training a lot at the minute, so it's definitely not a healthy mm-hmm. way to deal with it because <laughs> I'm not doing it enough. So I have days of like sheer overwhelm and panic and all of that you so you go quiet right yeah I go yeah really yeah, quiet. yeah i noticed that yeah yeah, yeah. so i'm you're I'm, you're I'm conscious of it but i'm like 
trying to really work with it. I, I have my meditation app that I started doing again at the start of this week. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to just get into little things, trying to talk to Jill a little bit more, trying to talk to you a little bit more about stuff. I'm, I'm very conscious of what I do and what I need to do whenever I am yeah, stressed. Yeah. As, but you know, when you're stressed, it's very hard to do the things yeah, you yeah. don't want to do. And so. do you think the, the lower training level is connected to the stress or is it just something that's driving up the stress? Uh, oh, that's a good question. Chicken and egg there, isn't it? Um, it depends with how I go into the training session because I can go into it and make that another stressor or I can go into it and use it to alleviate stress. Yeah. But yeah. I'm not very good at doing the latter. I always tend to do the that make it stressful on me so okay uh, so last piece then is the recovery so i'm thinking here around like body work like i do all I put all the stressor in the body for true training and then i have to balance the book somehow yeah i'm actually getting weirdly good at that i did some i was in belfast yesterday and it was like a two-hour drive up and a two-hour drive back and i was sitting for eight hours in between and as soon as i got home i had my dinner and then i was just like on the rug in the living room just catching up with Jill and trying to stretch out the hips a little bit. I find myself doing it in the chill room mm-hmm. a little bit more. And it's not even a conscious thing. I'm just like, if I'm sitting too long, I'm like, oh, I feel a bit stiff. So I'm just going to, I just get Loosen to the floor. Yeah. yeah. But consciously, not very good at it. Unconsciously, pretty good. Yeah. Deadly. Okay. Yeah. So lifestyle is it's sometimes good, sometimes not so good. Yeah. Well, it's never perfect, right? No. Isn't that the thing? Shifo, how are you getting on with all these things? Uh, that was a lot to take in, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what do I say now? Um, I think uh, routine-wise, I've definitely gotten into a good routine. Um, working out in the bridge is um, good because I've been good. <laughs> what are you laughing at? The bridge. The bridge. That's a new name for the bridge. Yeah. The bridge. As, as someone who's grown up in Selbridge, it's so odd to hear <laughs> yeah, a nickname for the town. <laughs> and it's like three people have the nickname. It's, it's, it's you, Laura, and Amy, maybe. Is that it? like you giving Rush a nickname. Yeah, exactly. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Who calls that? Like? <laughs> the Rush. Um, I feel like I'm in a good routine at the minute. Um, we're only saying we were comparing. James wants to compare his whoop strap there, but I actually stopped using my whoop. Um, I feel like I've completed whoop. <laughs> um, I, no, think you, I, I think you said all the data has been collected. All the data is it's up here now. Um, no, I feel like I got I got good usage out of it. Like the first time I used the whoop, it was like I was waking up, and if it was in if I was in the red recovery, I'm like oh, gonna have a shit day. If it's in the green, good day. And then so I it was dictating it. a bit. It was at the when I first got it, and then <laughs> took a few months off. Um, the subscription got it back again and I think I definitely used it to my advantage with training wise and recovery and stuff the last while so so tell me a bit more about that like wh- so what's the, the positive side of it for you uh, the positive side is you're seeing how like I didn't realize how strenuous coaching was as well as training mm-hmm. as in like it tells you like you're strained for like a full three hours coaching and then the other class that we have at one o'clock like then it's like even without training that day, if I'm on a rest day, like my strain is still really high. Um, just like stress factors come into coaching and um, just the overall energy that you try and put into the room, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's interesting. So so then when you're training as well, you think I have to fact that I have in somehow. Yeah, so like I, th- I think that some days in my training, I was like, I have to go coach now. And I realized how strenuous coaching is going to be. So I'm like, some days I would taper back on my training a little bit. Yeah, so yeah. I kind of, if I'm looking at my train and the numbers and stuff like that, I'd get a bit overwhelmed with the numbers yeah, and yeah, think yeah. that I'm going to have a bad sleep. But I think that I'm into a good routine now. Sleep is getting a lot better. Waking up at the same time. I wouldn't say going to sleep at the same time. But um, that's something that I'm obviously working on is getting to get to bed at the same time every night. And do you sleep generally well? Yeah, I think I do. Like with the the training that I do, like at the minute, and then coaching wise, like I think I come home, have my food, and then half an hour hour later, after chilling out for a bit, I'd be like out for the count, which is good. That's good. Yeah. 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 So what about the other areas then? Nutrition. <laughs> <laughs> I just I got a dirty look. What about the other ones? Training's going well. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, uh, uh, nutrition is like a huge factor and I know that and I know it's like that 80% of like 
it's like 80% nutrition and sleep and looking after yourself and then the 20% is the training wise. So I think with the good training, I definitely need to be eating a lot more. I don't think I eat enough for what I what I want to get out of my training, mm-hmm. like gaining weight and trying to build muscle and um, not be a skinny bitch anymore. <laughs> but <laughs> it's a constant thing of trying to get in more protein, trying to not eat shit because you feel full for a bit and then you just start eating shit and shit and shit, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a hard, it's a tough nut to crack the nutrition mm. sometimes. Yeah. So um, what about then overall like body recovery? Do you do anything for that? I think we're going to get into that. He's in his early 20s. He doesn't need to, does he? <laughs> well, well that's the, that is the myth for sure. And yeah. it was the myth I followed as well when I was that age as well. And um, it is hard to convince yourself to do it because it's not the most exciting piece Well, I piece think when it. I started CrossFit, it was like, I could just like get in and just get straight into a workout, no warm up, etc. But then I'm really starting to realize the benefits of a good warm up and even doing a bit of mobility after class when your body is warm and cooling down. Like it's a it's a huge factor for the next day and the next yeah. week and that next session to hit it 100 percent again. You know, yeah, yeah, for sure, for it's sure, more and more. Okay, deadly. Um. Sorry, before you get into that, just yeah. on the, the how stressful coaching is, <clears throat> I was looking at my whoop, and for my coaching this morning, three hours, my average heart rate was 134, and my max heart rate went up to 154. Well, that's serious. That's quite a lot. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Because I, I, I always forget about that as well, and then I'm like, why, like, why am I feeling so drained for the rest of the day? And then I go and try and train, and <laughs> there's days where my heart rate doesn't go that high on the training floor but coaching it just stays up there the whole time because you're you have all this in your head and you're trying to relay it to people and then you're trying to make sure that they're having a good time and blah 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 blah. and and just add on top of that is the raising your voice is so energy like it's it's so energy expensive expensive. really is and i don't think even like as someone who's been doing that for years i still don't give enough credence and i think when you know when you get sick Mm. you're like the last thing you want to do is raise your voice because it's, it's so expensive so that's when I realized, like, oh, yeah, that's why this fucking job can be exhausting yeah. at times. Because, you know, sometimes, like, you are on your feet for three hours moving, you're demoing, you're constantly in motion. But I think, the, like you said, the big energy you put into the room is usually true, your voice. It's exhausting stuff, yeah. Um, so for me, then, generally speaking, things are going way better in terms of life, lifestyle factors than they have been. The last six months have been an absolute shit show for that. It's been bad, pretty on all fronts. I've been sleeping well. Nutrition's all over the place. Stress management's been never been worse, and body's never been sore. So, I started from a low base a few months ago. But um, something I did a few months ago was get the breakfast on order. Like my breakfast consistently good every day. I have everything I need in that, and then I would hopefully get something good during the day. And then last thing I like would be bad. And then I started sorting out the middle of the day thing. From I found a couple of places around like. If I go there, I know in the middle of the day, I'll be good. So then breakfast, lunch was all good. Then the last thing at night was still not great. And then the last few weeks, I've just started getting like the meal meals in. And you now that feels like it's come together. So generally speaking, nutrition's been a better place, been in a long time. So that's great. That's something I'm just thinking for me now, because <clears throat> mine's probably pretty similar. My breakfast and lunch are really good. And then dinner tends to fall asunder every night but i get so focused on those first two and maybe a bit of my attention needs to drift towards dinner time now as well i like the way you've done that yeah and i I know that you know i'm just trying to gradually square these things off and i know for me it's not like oh tomorrow i'm going to sort this out i need to make a big decision to make a big change that's going to stick that's the way it works um and when i make the decision tends to stick for a long time and but i don't tend to be able to turn on a dime like doing be like let's let's do this tomorrow i'm like no fuck that i i don't have the headspace to make a big shift yet no so um so that's good my sleep is a good bit better as well like i'm going to sleep pretty well i probably wake up twice a night now and that's pretty good but over the last few months that was been that blows my mind that that's pretty good that's pretty good no honestly it, it had been you know i'd be barely sleeping for the whole night so it was in a bad place so now i'm sleeping for a good chunks at a time I just pick up the book in the middle of the night and read it, and it gets me back to sleep usually. Uh, but it's just mind racing. It's just fucking a, a gazillion things, and it's very hard to unthink. I think that's the the hardest bit. Tell the brain to shut up. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then stress management, I'm starting to do some things around that as well, um, which is 
you know, which is better. And plus, there are phases where, you know, you're running the business and it's very high stress because there's a lot of things to solve. And there are times where things are more settled. And it's it's hard to kind of get that balcony view sometimes. You know, you're down on the dance floor. You're in the fucking middle of it all the time. And then every now and again, you, you get up to the balcony. You get the, the broad view of everything. And you can say, actually, things are more settled than even though they're chaotic than they were three months ago and they can get more chaotic than this. So kind of enjoy that and appreciate the time when things are more settled. So I'm in one of those phases right now and I, I'm doing quite a bit of recovery work in the body as well. I'm, I'm getting a lot of tissue work done. I'm trying to get my overhead mobility sorted. Um, it just improved because it's generally been okay over the years, but now it's getting this deteriorate. So yeah, it feels like I'm starting to make some uh, good inroads into the lifestyle factors. And it makes a big difference, like general mood, general stress levels come down because of that as well. So overall, it's pretty good. And I think um, all of us who go and train like the way we do, we'll always bias the training side. We think like the training will be the sort of the panacea for all other ills in our life. Uh, and we just dial up the training. Whereas if we take a little bit of care of the other things, the training can be a real pleasure and can really jump forward. But we're, we're going to get back into that later on in this chat. Let's talk programming. Um, we have a weird week coming up because we've got game day Saturday and we have no programming on Sunday. So I'm just wondering, do you have a workout of the week that stands out to you? Stephen, I'm going to get you to go first here. Um, looking at Monday's workout, um, it's a workout as many reps as possible in 14 minutes. It's eight deadlifts, 10 dumbbell box step overs and 12 dumbbell push press, single arm. And uh, I think the reason for this is because I hate deadlifts. <laughs> do you? I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like I look at that and it's like the I love the box step overs because I used to hate them and now I like them because I've started to get stronger with the dumbbell, etc. Um and then the dumbbell push press, again, dumbbells used to bury me, but I feel like it's a it's a good movement for me now, strength wise. And I think the deadlifts paired with that. It's like I can take my time, focus in on getting quality reps in and then get moving on the box step overs and push press then. Yeah, it's a nice like move for 14 minutes type yeah. of a workout as well. It's a good time. And I think we haven't been doing a lot of deadlifts because we've been focused so much on the clean. So this is a good chance to get back in touch with that. We get plenty of reps. They're still kind of on the heavy side, but they're not too bad. We've got sets of eight done, so we get plenty of exposure to it. I think it looks like a really sweet workout. James. What's your workout? The um, there's actually some, I feel like I say this every week now, but there are some pretty cool workouts. Like tomorrow, we've got those rowing intervals. That's pretty sweet. Monday's cool. I think next Tuesday's really cool as well. But, I mean, it's game week, and <laughs> I feel like I'm stating the obvious here, and you two are nuts for not picking this, but surely game day <laughs> is workout of the week. Like, heavy clean, 21.1. We've literally been talking about it nonstop every day for like three months. I'm just so excited to see. I'm not excited to go do it at all, but I'm really excited <laughs> to have my people go do it because I'm like, like the way their cleans have come together recently, like people are getting, I had a really funny conversation with Rob today um, where I asked him how his cleans went yesterday and he's like, oh, not great. I'm stuck at like 95, felt really heavy. And I was like, dude, like you started here like five months ago and your clean was 75. And now you're frustrated because... 95% of your one rep max is feeling heavy. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't have I don't have a response to this other than amazing, good, keep going. Like you hit it all the time. So I'm excited to see people do that. Um, and then whenever it comes to 21.1, like people's wall walks are so much better. People's double unders are way more efficient. Like they're just, like we, we've used that word expensive, but like double unders used to be something that would just spike people's heart and then kill them. Like they can't do anything afterwards. But people just seem to be able to throw them in there, like jumping on a on a bike and just move through it. And it's very cool to see. So I'm excited to see people really throw I them. I mean, yesterday got me excited for game day. Yeah. Just watching everyone do the cleans. Class. Oh my God. Like the First of all, you said, Stephen, earlier, like the quality of movement is unbelievable. Mm. Uh, so we've, we've seen that big jump in just the skill level. And then the numbers, like there's just so many plates on so many bars. <laughs> You know, it's just normal now to see everybody lifting numbers that the the stronger people would normally be lifting. 
and I think we're we're in a good place now that people are like getting frustrated with. Even like myself, like I had a good chat with Gillian. We had to we had a look at the numbers from when I started training cross when I first done the clean like you'll probably see it on my Instagram I have a new camera now so they look a bit better <laughs> but um, no camera was uh, gonna hide the technique that I had when I started like but even looking at numbers like I've had a good few chats of people in uh, the bridge and uh, the likes of um, a Fabio for an example like he I, I don't know what day he's on now it's ridiculous like but he's so consistent with his training and he was getting so frustrated with his cleans because he was using too much speed too much power on a lighter barbell but he's up to like from like the eight kilo bar from when he started up to like i think he's seven he's gone for 75 kilos on oh, wow. saturday like so that's just one example of the many people that i've been coaching kind of that are frustrated with numbers now like yeah a good thing yeah absolutely and i did i did speak to you before this i noticed the video from celebrate yesterday like the amount of weight on the bars is unbelievable and so, saw mary mary queen like just rifling through 70 easy technique is perfect it's, it's brilliant to see it yeah so i'm excited for that i think it's going to be a, another whopper day and yeah like we we talk about like the progress because i think people can't forget how far they've come in the three months because it's been intensive and it does get a bit monotonous towards the end of the quarter like that's part of the process is we've narrowed in narrowed in narrowed in now we get a chance to go and just express it have a good good day and then we'll make a change next week so it's gonna be amazing okay so game day is probably objectively the workout of the week i think you're probably right on that james but i can't avoid how excited i am for next tuesday i think it looks deadly so next tuesday is one of those workouts where we set a 20 minute clock and we get to have the freedom to just move between three separate things i do also love these workouts yeah yeah so we get to work on some skills some power some strength but we can kind of get to do it on our own terms so we have three things three tasks to complete so we got one perfect set of toes to rings there's no even rep uh, designated you can pick a set that you think you can be perfect with over and over again and you'll focus on performing the movement i think the benefit of these like how gymnastically strong we get if that's a word uh, we get so strong by doing these things really well and not having the time pressure to deal with then we have max distance broad jumps so we got like four attempts every round and we try and just eke out every millimeter we can. And we know that when we do a lot of broad jumps, our Olympic lifts goes through the roof. And we just become way more explosive, way more athletic. And then we go on to the bike and we do a max effort 500, which is like a sub one minute all out effort. So I think we've got a really nice mix here of some conditioning, some power, some skill. And we've got the 20 minutes to just move at our own pace. Love these workouts. We make so much progress. And they're a bit like... Um, it's a bit of a freebie because they're not that painful yeah. but yet we make loads of progress so we can't do them every day because we need to make different types of progress but this type it's like yes i get to do this as well yeah. i love this the fact that we've done um one perfect set of toes to ring in that as well because I, I mean we've done two days of strict pull-ups recently today and i think it was a friday or thursday last week and i really hammered my morning crew on trying to pull from a hollow body position rather than just letting the body hang loose and let the spine go into extension. And we had a bit of crack in 6.30 class around it and Adam and Darren and Owen pulled me aside at one point and they were like, this is impossible to keep like a proper full hollow without letting any spinal extension happen. And I was like, lads, it definitely is. And I, I really pushed them on it and they really struggled. And like that was three lads who can do strict pull-ups for days. And then this morning we were doing it again and Adam jumped up and it just looked 10 times better than what he was struggling with like four or five days ago. And I said, it's almost like all that practice that we just did that one day with <laughs> zero pressure paid off already. And it's like, you see that on this day and it seems like oh, one perfect set of toes to ring. It's like trying to make it pretty, what's the point? But all it takes is that like mind-body connection really fighting for it one day and then the next day they come up and it all goes so much better. Yeah, so I can't absolutely. wait to coach this and then see the reward from it that's the one that's the one um so before we move on from programming i'll just flag next wednesday we won't reveal what it is but holy moly what a workout that's going to be so just one of those ones you want to make sure that's you one of those miss. ones we talked about before we started recording this podcast and chief one has his head in his hands it yeah. is insane yeah it's gonna be a good one yeah. okay uh so very quickly just to give us keep us on the loop what's coming up about events game day is this saturday 
Christmas parties this Saturday. It is the big event to fin finish off the year properly. So make sure you get to a game day. Get yourself booked in. Uh, have no fear. Have no stress about what anyone else thinks. This is for you. That's the big thing. You've put in all the work. You get a chance to go and enjoy your new capacities. Have some fun with it. Cheer some people on. Just be involved in the hangout for the day. The hangout was my favorite bit of game day. And then we get a, a lovely Christmas party. We get the chance to sit down, have a few drinks, have a bit of a laugh, a dance and a sing uh, at the end of the year. So uh, yeah, I can't wait for this weekend. We've been building up for so long. So delight is finally here. Then just to think about it, like right after it, we get to get into a new quarter. I know like that's hard to think of this side of game day. But we've been focusing on something for so long. We get now to go and like look ahead and say, right, what's what's going to be our next big leap forward? All of that progress we made with the clean just represents stronger legs, faster hips, more powerful body. And we get to do that again in a new context next quarter. So I can't wait. Um, and that will be a, a very unique quarter compared to the other three. So we'll get into that next week. Okay. So before we get to the next quarter, as I said, our main topic today, we're going to reflect back. Uh, we've been talking a bit about it already, but we're going to get into a bit more of on a personal level now. So this is an exercise that we like to do, and I would encourage everyone who's listening to do this along with us today, because it's one of those exercises that can really change the course of your fitness over the next few months. I think it's best done if you have a piece of paper and a pen and you can write this down along with us so if you want to pause the episode go and get the piece of paper now um, and if you've got the piece of paper in front of you now you can write uh, across the top of the page like one two three four five six seven eight nine ten so it's just a scale of one to ten across and i would do that again underneath it and then again underneath you've got three rows of one to ten and you're going to score yourself and this is like a general gut feeling of how you think you are doing in three separate areas of your fitness and one being you at your worst 10 being you you think what you can be at your absolute best and we've got three areas so the first one is like cardio slash stamina so our ability to endure and keep working so on a one to ten scale so i know james and stephen i've asked you to do this i've done it as well before coming in um so let's get your number first what is six six for james okay shifa who you getting on seven seven nice okay and i'm a five right now on that one okay um so the next one then is on strength slash power your general ability to be str strong powerful athlete. again rank it from one to ten james where are you at with this eight eight you monster Steven. Six. Six. Wow. And I know you've made a lot of progress, so that's interesting. Okay. And I've got a five for this one. So two fives for me. Okay. And then we've got this third scale where you're ranking yourself in terms of, we'll say, movement skill. So this is your ability to hit good positions, to respond to cues, to execute the movements with great technique, your overall ability to coordinate your body. James. Eight again. Chief, how are you getting on with that? Yeah, eight as well. Eight. And I have an eight as well for this one. Yeah. So, um, Delhi, so now that we have some numbers established, hopefully if you're listening, you've managed to get some numbers down for yourself as well. So I'm interested in hearing a bit more, a bit, a bit of context, James, about your first number. So cardio, stamina, what was your number again? Six. Six. Mm. So that's lower than the other two. Yeah, way lower. Because I'm, I'm just not as. I think the way you worded it at the start is really important. There, it's like based on like where you think you can be and like the the potential that you you do have. Like, I have, I, I have evidence of what I was able to do in the past, and I also have an idea of like what I could do in the future. And I'm right at that point of like, I'm bang average at the minute whenever it comes to fitness. And I think that can sometimes come across as a bit um, dickish because very often I do a workout and I, I still end up in a decent position on the leaderboard, but it's very much where I know 
the work that I've put in whenever it comes to cardio is just so small at the minute. And it's like, I know if I put in, and if I even added 50% more work into it in general, my cardio would just shoot up. I'm in a lot of workouts relying on like a old man experience <laughs> to carry me through. I just know strategically to do this at this time and that at that time. And that's really supporting the cardio side of it. Whereas whenever it comes to the power and the movement quality, they're things that I have been really working on, really focusing on. So I think they're much closer to my potential mm. score. Yeah, so, and you've got some good self-awareness around this, yeah. I think, because you, you've seen, like, as I said, you, you've been in different positions where you've really tried to I maximize your potential yeah. in the past. So you kind of have a good overview of it, right? And I think you've done Fran recently and, or, and like, did a really good Fran time. Yeah. But yes, you also know that towards the end of it yeah. your conditioning was the thing that kind yeah, of let you down a bit right yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah yeah so you've got more in the tank yeah. but there's something about like oh shit about that but then there's also this for me i just see there's an excitement to it there's an excitement because you're yeah, like i've got yeah, yeah. all this room to move into yeah. and it's almost like the lower that number the easier it is to move into that room because if you're at an eight it's it's hard to get to nine yeah it's a lot of work to get a small gain um so yeah, okay, let's move to Shiva. I want to hear a bit more about what the plan is next. So, where did you say yours is seven? Uh, cardio seven, yes. That surprised me because I think I have an impression of you that's very cardio fit. Yeah, I think I'd, I'd, I'd lean myself more to, like, if you were to look at, like, an athlete profile, it'd be like, he's fucking loves cardio, loves mm. burpee, yeah. loves all the cardio aspects of training. Um, but I think because we're like on a scale of like you could push on an extra few ranks i think i'm still in a good place with cardio but i think i definitely could push on a little bit more with it with the likes of fran and stuff like that that's a very cardio heavy workout with like that sprint capacity and i feel like i'm a more kind of endurance athlete in the sense of i look at a long workout like the 15 minute amrap that we done it was labeled as like three rounds and it was actually a 15 minute AMRAP. I was like in my head, like straight away, I was like, this is 15 Which minutes one is work. It? This was last Wednesday, Wednesday or Thursday. What were the movements? No, we had, um, it was Thursday. It was, no, Wednesday. Yes. Oh, that 15 minute thing. Yes. <laughs> it was, everyone was coming in that day and they were like, yes, interval training. We have like three <laughs> minutes cap, two minutes <laughs> off. And I walked in to that like after doing it here in Sanchi I went and coached and several and people were walking in smiling and I was just smiling back because I, <laughs> I knew exactly what they were in for blissful ignorance um, <laughs> but I felt like I looked at that and I was like right this is a 15 minute AMRAP workout where you need to control your pace control your breathing and control a lot about your performance but then when it comes to Fran when you you, you do have that control but you do need to get outside of that a little bit and like really dig deep and push on. I feel like I could definitely improve on that sprint capacity aspect. Deadly. So I think a seven out of 10 represents you saying it. you have good conditioning, good cardio, but you also think you've got a high ceiling. And I fully agree with you on that. Mm. I think yep. you've got even way more to go. You could be spectacularly good at this. Okay, that's cool. Um, mm. What did I say? Five. Yeah, so... I've you know, I, I had a few weeks where I couldn't get to training. I was like two and a half weeks, didn't get to do a class. It was fucking terrible. Just got really busy. And I got back to training in over the last couple of weeks. And it's I was nowhere near as bad as I thought I was going to be. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm actually okay. Yeah. I'm able to breathe, I'm able to move. Like the first one or two were awful. But then I'm like, oh, actually, I'm okay. So five for me is like, it's, it's not good at all, but it's, it's not two. <laughs> So I'm like, okay, good. And I can kick on pretty well with this. And my conditioning tends to come back to me fairly quickly once I start. All I just need is a run at things. So that's not stressing me out at all. I like, once I find my way to classes, that will just start creeping up over that. So I'm pretty happy there. Um, I would obviously like that to be a lot higher in a more consistent basis. That's my, the big issue. Um, so let's talk strength and power then. So, James, you said... Eight. Eight. Yeah. Um, I think, kind of, if, if Shifu is naturally very good at the cardio stuff, I'm naturally very good at the strength and power stuff. I just, like, the first time I learned how to clean, I cleaned 100 kilos. The first time I deadlifted, I deadlifted 150. Like, I've just been good at that stuff always. Um, 
I'm definitely not at my peak. Uh, I keep telling myself that anyway, but I am moving good weight, like heavy weight again, and I'm moving it pretty well. So I'm happy with where all that strength and all that power is coming. Like I think the last three or four clean days we've had, regardless of whatever variation we're doing, I'm hitting like 115s, 120s, and it's not even that difficult anymore. So I'm like, my strength of power is right up where it used to be like at my previous peak and I still feel like there's way more to give. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely more to give. Yeah, for sure. It's a good place to be. Yeah, it's fucking, it's even more exciting than the six <laughs> on the cardio. <laughs> I'm like trying to eke out an extra couple of percentage points here on this stuff is, yeah, that's where I love to be. Yeah, 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 cool. Very good. Um, Shifo. Yeah, like, <coughs> what was your number? Um, for strength of power is six. Six. Six, yeah. Like yeah, I so this like surprised me as well because mm. as I said, like, I was watching you cleaning yesterday. I was like, that this fella's getting strong. Yeah. It's happening, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like since I started, like, looking back, like, literally me and Gillian, I had a bit of a lull in training, especially I was getting kind of frustrated with myself, even in some cardio workouts for, like, a week or two when I was just getting really frustrated with my training. But then me and Gillian sat down. Gillian actually literally sat me down in the Selbridge and she wrote up the numbers that I started with when I started CrossFit. And she wrote up the numbers that I'm at now. And it was like, it was crazy. Like, it was crazy. But I feel like, again, on the scale, I feel like my strength is not, is where I want it to be at the minute. But I feel like I could definitely, with a few factors leading into my training, like really dig deep over the next kind of, well, it's a long process. Like strength is, it's not a quick fix. Like I just need to realize that I need to dig in a little bit more in strength workouts, get a bit more strength work done and then push like both cardio and strength at the same time you know yeah 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 i hear you okay so again it's in a good place but lots yeah. more to do big time yeah absolutely the beauty of being 22 23 23 oh oh shit. sorry <laughs> sorry sorry about that <laughs> yeah okay and for me it was another five and it's very similar to the cardio like i come back and i feel like the strength didn't really go away all that much so it's more of a conditioning thing for me when there's a strength workout i'm like i need to hold back here on the weight so that i can keep moving keep the quality high i'm not so worried like i'm not i'm not like i need to get my numbers up i don't give a shit to be honest with you about that what i care about is um getting my moving quality higher and keeping my strength moving forward somewhere i don't have a goal i don't have a, a model i'm working towards like i need to be there don't care what i care about is moving the right direction so um yeah, so it's it's fine. Like I I did some lifting out of class last week, a couple of days, just to like for the fun of it. And I was like, oh, actually, this all feels fine still. So um, lots more to go again, but I'm not stressed about it. So it's good. I just want once I move in the right direction, I don't care. Um, so let's let's quickly do movement skill then. Um, I think we all had a pretty decent number for this. Yeah, were we all eight for that one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. One. Um, for me. I've spent a, a lot of time over the years working on movement quality. I was very obsessed with it. Um, and then I kind of relied on how I was moving and kind of wasn't trying to develop that anymore. And over probably the past uh, six or nine months, uh, with your help and push, <laughs> I've been working on it a little bit more again and being much more conscious with how I'm moving both in class, but then also whenever I'm coaching as well. So like coming in and, and doing a little bit of movement before I coach just to make sure that everything is firing. I've been changing my clean technique, changed my snatch technique. I've adjusted my grip on a lot of things, like all that stuff. I'm really starting to dial that up again. Um, I don't think my movement quality is perfect. I know it's not perfect. My shoulder mobility, kind of like yours, is getting a little bit worse. So that's something I definitely need to work on. But I think generally overall, my movement quality around like my squats, my snatches, my gymnastics is pretty good deadly yeah. very good and I, I suppose as a coach it's one of those core skills we have right we'd like to be able to move well so we can show different techniques and whatever else so you're doing pretty well with it as well Shivo. yeah i feel like movement skill is like it's where i find the most fun in a certain way when i'm training it's like the like so when i was like i remember watching all the the crossfit documentaries and seeing like one video sticks to mind it's alex smith doing a muscle up and clean ladder 
and like his muscle ups like i think i've showed you this video it's just like pew, straight yeah. to the top yeah locked so out perfect elbow. It's yeah. like easy like and i just like that's always kind of fueled me towards like he if he's doing that he's focusing on like his movement quality like it's not just pure muscle to get there like because he's like a stick he could lift 100 kilo clean or 120 mm. kilo clean and he can do 10 muscle ups in a row so i think that always kind of lit the fire in me to be able to or to try and dial in on moving well rather than just moving like with grunt force yeah. all the time yeah, yeah yeah absolutely and i couldn't agree more that's where the fun is for me and i also think what can go missing in our training is good technique is often associated with preventing injury and then also with good performance and those are central to good technique but what goes missing a little bit is the just the beauty of good movement i don't think we can underestimate how nice it is to see someone moving with grace with precision and accuracy with smoothness and i think it's a good thing to aspire to just to be able to put a good picture together i think it's enjoyable i think it also is aspirational like that's where the mastery comes from we know when we see someone who's been like snatching a barbell for 20 years when they do it there's something about it that's fascinating just to look at it doesn't have to be heavy it just has to be the movement has some quality to it that's it's it's almost like you look at a nice piece of art or there's a nice poem it does something for us as people to watch good movement i think it's a nice piece of what we get to do in our gym versus a gym like a fly fit or other gyms where you might go for purely results whereas we're like results plus can we also just enjoy the process and really work on something over our whole lives and that's a cool piece i of feel it. like in celebrate as well with the likes of the numbers for the uh for the cleans that everyone's getting frustrated about and they're like oh i might hit this number on game day but then i'm trying to like get the fact across to them that their movement quality has gone through the roof and if they can just go in on game day and doesn't matter the weight on the bar i had this chat with sarah as well and i was like if you can just go in and just hit three nice lifts a little bit of weight on the bar doesn't matter about the weight if you hit a pb happy days if you don't you're still trying to just get the quality of the movement and that's how you get the the win out of it the pb as well you know absolutely absolutely and you know the the sports stars we admire over the years they're not just the ones who win most they're also the ones that we just like to watch playing it's unbelievable so uh it's this is our version of that we get to do that here we get to work on it forever and that's what the coaching is for um so i hope that discussion has helped people uh, give them give you a bit more context and how you might score yourself now this is the important bit we do that so that we can start taking some actions so reflect back over the last three three months so we can ne look to the next quarter and say well what changes can i make to move that number up towards the 10 for me and that's all that the whole process is right let's move everything towards that 10. so we have a stop start list so I've asked you guys to think about this and to prepare your stop start list. And these are actions that you currently do that are holding you back from moving up that you need to stop doing. And then there's the things that you need to start doing that will also move you forward. Yeah. So I want you to pick not all three, the one that you think you need to, to target, the thing that's gonna make, make most impact for you. So it's either your cardio stamina or your strength power or your movement skill. And then once you just pick one, start looking at what you need to stop doing that you currently do that's holding you back. James, have you got anything for us on your stop list? Yeah. Um, so for me, it's the cardiovascular and stamina stuff. Um, I need to, there's two things I think I need to stop doing. The first one is I need to stop going in on the cardio days, looking at what the RX plus option is and picking that. Because what I do very often when I pick that on the, the longer, like the 15 minute plus days, is I almost use that subconsciously to give me a reason to slow down. And what I really need to do is get my heart rate elevated and keep it up there without having the excuse of bringing it back down. Like what I'm good at is the Fran days where I just get my heart rate up there and then I suffer, 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 and I can hang on just enough to get a good time. But on the, like that were 17.1, I really struggled. Like once we hit, like eight minutes into that, like my body was just like, please stop, please stop, please stop. And I just relied on like previous knowledge that I can get through this, I can get through this, rather than actually having the fitness to get through it. So I need to stop picking the hard 
option and go for the yeah, so actual that hard one. The heavier barbell, the higher skill thing requires all that explosive energy, yeah. and then you have to rest. So then, therefore, you're like, well, I have to rest. Have to it's rest very heavy. But yeah. look, it's more explosive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. Actually, that's a really good one. Did you say you had one or two for this? Um, so the other one is probably like uh, very similar, but I'm probably worthwhile even taking like a return to play approach on some days where maybe it is. I have that temptation to go hard and just really push through it all. But maybe if I just pulled it back, got my heart rate to something that's more sustainable like I, like I don't like using heart rate but to say if I was at a controlled 130 heart rate and just kept it there for just humming along yeah, yeah just yeah. hum and like ignoring the skill side of it ignoring the high effort side of it and just keep moving keep moving keep moving keep moving keep moving at a very very controlled pace and even leave going probably could have done a lot more today I think that would really help me and my cardiovascular fitness going forward. Yeah, that's good. And I think that's a really good answer because it's really specific. It's not yeah. like need to get to more cardio workouts because yeah. we all have that. Which I do. Yeah, uh, and we and there's, that's almost a given. Like, yeah. It's about t picking a, a stop action that's like, can I really get into something? Um, so what about the start list then? Well, definitely do more conditioning is on the start list. Um so you think so i know you're on a three-day week yeah you you that i don't always hit and you don't always hit it so then it turns into a two-day week or a one-day week turns into well maybe i'll go and do the cleans tomorrow <laughs> instead of yeah that. yeah, yeah. I, I very often get pulled into that so it's start doing the things rather than just start going to conditioning classes it's start doing the days i need to do rather than just doing the days that i want to do i i, I need to do that a little bit more of that so cherry pick the bad days not the, the bad days. <laughs> yeah. That might be a good way to look at it. Okay, that's cool. Okay. Very good. Shifo. Which which one of the ones are you going to target? Uh probably the strength and power one. Cuz I think that's where I really need to kind of cuz I think my cardio is at a good place at the minute and I had this chat again with Jillian when we were looking at numbers and stuff like that. And I'm grateful for like I'm proud of what I have achieved now, but I think the next step is getting into like the nitty-gritty stuff like and I think the stop list is probably the main thing. If I zoom out and then zoom back in, it's definitely like my nutrition when it leads to towards strength. Like I think like it's that old saying that mass moves mass. I feel like I could I could probably have a good go to burpee workout, but if there's a heavy deadlift or a heavy squat, that's gonna slow me right down. But I think if I was to dial into my nutrition, get more protein in, um not eat as much shy so i can fill my body with more good proper good source with veg etc i definitely gain a bit more lean muscle a bit more weight a bit more mass and i think that would definitely move more mass in the long term deadly so nutrition is where you're going to go after yeah yeah okay very good uh, and have you got a s so th is that a start or a stop <laughs> yes. oh it's probably yeah, yes <laughs> probably in the middle like i think stop eating the the um what do you call it the shite and stop uh, is it stop the eating chocolate hazelnut pillows yeah, yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you got another action here well i think another action would be um on the mobility side like i think when we were talking about the movement skill i i do think i move well but again to gain more strength more power definitely dialing in on my mobility doing more like even like i have a go what subscription that i never use <laughs> that i need to start using and even knowing the like we do loads of mobility exercises in class so i think using them outside of class and knowing what i need to mobilize if it's front rack if it's overhead that's going to help me in strength positions and i'll be able to move with a lot more ease yeah, and I think you know as well as anyone that strength is, a lot of it is in position. Mm. So if we can't get access to position, it just is a ceiling on how strong we can get. We can't really, the, the muscles can't overcome a bad position. Yeah, so the mobility can make a huge difference. Yeah. I think also just to, to point out, Jillian, Jillian's been talking to you about this and you've mentioned about five times and it's, it's obviously made a big impact, that yeah, conversation. Time, yeah. So we've had a chat only a couple of weeks ago about using your coach and here's Stephen like making a lot of decisions because he's using his coach. I yeah. think to have those conversations at Giants thing. Deadly. Good man. So you have a kind of a start start list there. Start. Okay. Have a start and go on. Okay. Very good. Um, right. So for me, I'm going to focus on 
the strength work as well because i think the conditioning will naturally come back as i just ramp up my consistency so the strength for me is the it's as i said earlier like i'm not i don't have a, a number i'm aiming for but it's really important to me that i stay or get stronger um i think that's where a lot of the deterioration happens when our when we lose our strength so i think it's it's really important to have a goal or like a um have something very specific for yourself in mind for that so the first thing i need to stop doing and this is this might sound too general but um for me it's really specific i automatically so my default is to prioritize work over training and it's the biggest obstacle for me because once i get some consistency my strength comes up right away and it is the big thing i have to solve and rather than saying i need to be more, more consistent that's doesn't get me anywhere but i do know at the heart of it if there is a meeting if there is a, a uh, an appointment if there is a task to be completed i will always just automatically say i'm going to go and do that and after 43 years of doing that i now eventually have to say well i have to deliberately say that can't be the automatic thing anymore i need to when i find myself doing that i go okay well how are you gonna how are you gonna actually get your strength up if every time you make this decision so can i take a pause a little moment before i say yes to every meeting and say actually i can't take a meeting there because i'm going to make sure i get to the six o'clock class so it's a, that would be a giant stop list for me it's just automatically going to work automatically taking the thing so i'm going to see how that goes that will be a good first step because then there's more steps to be taken but stopping doing that is a big thing start list then i have to have to start getting warm before class and something i realize is i come out of a you know a two-hour meeting of sitting at a desk talking and then i go downstairs and i expect that i'm gonna be fine <laughs> and i rarely am like I, I go through the class warm-up and i'm generally warm but i'm just not there yet and then i'm asking my body to put weight on it and most of the time i just can't i get pains i get obstacles and i say do you know something 20 minutes before this if i was just moving around a lot it makes a giant difference so that's something i have to start doing if I'm doing a 6 p.m. class, I got to get to it for 5.40, for instance. You do a few backflips before. A few backflips, yeah. a few front flips, something like that, something yeah. fun. But I do got to think the class, 6 p.m. is not when I train. I train at 5.40. That's a different thing. I think you need to give yourself credit as well because like, when you are training consistently and stuff like that, you're always like the person down the back before the class, like no distractions and you're moving, you're sweating even before the class. Like. Yeah, when I get the time, it's it's exactly what I need to Which do. And, need, yeah. and it's great. And I, I feel way better going into it then. Um, the other thing for my strength work, and this might be counterintuitive, this might be a bit meta, but I have to actually schedule time in my week for reading. Okay, so bear with me for a second. I'm trying to lower my stress levels. Okay, when I stress out, I get hurt when I when I do strength training. I just get pains, joint pains everywhere. It's something I've learned about myself. Oh my God, that's not a physical problem. That's a psychological problem. So in order for me to get stronger, I need to figure out a way to just de-stress. And one thing I'm trying to do is carve out a bit of time every week, maybe two days a week, where I can say, I'm gonna go somewhere and read something. And that's something I've never really done before. But it's something I'm really excited about, so I know that I'll probably do it, and I think it'll make a big impact on my training. It's just a very indirect way. So there's my two start list. So I think you know, on when you look at the three of us, we all have very different things that we need to do. But the more specific we can make them, I think the more actionable they become, and it actually starts moving the needle for us. So I'd love to hear if anybody kind of went through the process with us today scored themselves gives themselves a narrow task and if they're going to do something i would always encourage you then to tie in with your coach and say here's here's what i had i listened to that thing i did make the plan i want you to help me with it okay let's move on let's get a shout out shifo you have someone for us yes i do um <clears throat> my shout out is for marianne kavanagh she comes in like every day like religiously like I, i'd be upstairs working on the laptop maybe you're doing something upstairs and i would hear the door open hey marianne how are you and then she's just she comes in early like 45 minutes early half an hour early every day and um, just because the way her work's kind of her work um structures out she's always in early and she started to kind of she used to just come in and just kind of just chill out and be on the phone or whatever like that but now she's in the 
the stage of like she comes in and she works on her front rack before class and we have front squats she comes in and she's whipping the shite out of herself trying double unders <laughs> down there and i could just hear screams um but she's just like every day she comes in she's practicing something um and then you see a payoff in class because we had a workout with double unders in it on la i can't remember the exact day last week and it was big sets of double unders and i think it was her biggest set of double unders she's ever gotten she got a new rope so she started to get used to that rope and uh, i just think it's paying off and her cleans have been looking a lot better uh, front squats are going up through the roof and double unders are she's just basically getting stronger catching the momentum yeah big time consistency is paying off like oh, amazing it's class. okay happy days okay well done nothing like that phase where you're like oh my god everything's working i'm gonna do more and everything works daily okay great stuff lads we've got overrated underrated last thing today here we go here we go james you're first overrated or underrated real christmas trees oh, overrated overrated oh definitely underrated have you got one every year fair play apart from three years where I didn't have any <laughs> Christmas tree oh my goodness and I probably won't have one this year either I think I've CBA I'm sort of like convinced Serena that do we really need to do Christmas decorations <laughs> I don't know how, how well that's she's, yeah, she's yeah. sort of on board you know we're, we're she's there buying Christmas decorations right now she probably is <laughs> but yeah a, a real Christmas tree I hear the same thing from everybody which is oh the stuff goes everywhere yeah. so fucking what yeah. just get a hoover oh, yeah. just get a, a sweeping brush the smell of the real tree come on a plastic thing in the corner doesn't do it for me sorry fair enough yeah, it gets everywhere though. <laughs> <laughs> like it uh, does. It really does. Um, I've never had a real Christmas tree. Never? Never, ever, ever. My mum had one. My mum had like a, a plastic one. We have a plastic one, myself and Jill. So I've just always had one. And the convenience of just being able to fold it up and put it in the roof space mm. and then unfold it again every year. It just seems super handy rather than having to go out and look for a Christmas tree and go, do you like that one or that one? It's like, we just have this one. It'll probably do us like 10, 15 years and then we'll go find another one. So there's a whole convenient side to it there for me. That's like the lazy side of me goes, yeah, that. Well, Shifo, come on. What's going on here? Oh, I don't know that. I don't know. I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking. <laughs> have you ever had a real tree? I like, that's what I was trying to think. Um, I think we have had a real Christmas tree one year and it was just like, the stuff goes everywhere. <laughs> What's oh true? Oh my god! Um, but again, I can think back to. I think we have a plastic, not a plastic, uh, a fake Christmas tree, and that goes everywhere as well. Just like wear and tear <laughs> over the years. So now, like, I'm in the middle here. I'm on the ropes. Like, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like I hate Halloween and I hate to go out and like the pumpkin patches and all like that. It just doesn't appeal to me. But I've been seeing lots of videos of people going out to like christmas tree markets and stuff like that and buying a christmas tree so there I is a whole ritual with it that i think i think in the future i probably would get on board with it yeah so i'm in the i'm, on, I'm in the middle yeah. here i think like you know that christmas i'm not a big fan of it generally speaking um but i think this is the one piece that feels special how long do I, my question with i don't I, i'm ignorant to this like so you get the christmas tree you put it in your living room or whatever like it's obviously dying a slow death there as well so like not really no no by the end it's still fine but it's like so but fine or it still looks great it still looks great ours it's looks great right up until the second we put it see, away I, you know? I would doubt that <laughs> <laughs> it's a it piece of plastic it's miserable yeah but so it always looks the same do you know what uh, i mean yeah the, that uniformity looks that, sad you know that uniformity that pl that piece of plastic in the corner i just can't get past it Right, but when I part of the the Christmas tree thing is you go to the place and you have to sort through all these trees. I love and you're like, you feel about this. And you're like, you're looking at them, going, "That's crap. That's crap. oh, that one's not bad." Yeah. What do you think? And there's the what do you think bit. Spin it round. Oh, from that angle, actually, if that's in the corner, we're good. So here's another question: When do you go get it? When's the right time to get one? As late as possible. <laughs> but then all the good ones are gone. Surely that's more stressful. <laughs> oh, I, I look. 
you know I just don't like this whole thing overall but if there's if there's one saving grace it's this one little ritual right, okay. there's an element where you come home right and then you stick it in the corner like and everyone stands back and goes well how do we do <laughs> and you're going like is it is it what we thought it was going to yeah, look yeah. like it's, it's nice and full down there okay great and then you have to go and dress it up and make it the imperfection of it is the joy of it I think that's what I like so it's I would recommend it if you're not used to it try it the smell of it is the thing oh, it feels like smell yeah, yeah. i'll maybe mention it to jill <laughs> i can feel the eye roll all the way from rush. double date will go yeah. on <laughs> <laughs> walking walking around rush looking for a christmas tree the <laughs> <laughs> james jill sir okay so that's the real christmas tree um we got one more <laughs> this is a shifo special uh <laughs> it's a good one though overrated or underrated james rankin Pints in the airport. Underrated. Yes. Underrated. Overrated. Oh, we're, totally. we're also convinced of our own answers today, aren't we? I love it. There's oh no women in hand. Everyone's like, we know. Oh, I love a good airport pint. I just, I love going on holidays, getting an early flight, and then going, can I have a Guinness, please? And no one bats an eyelid. Like, I would never dream of ordering a Guinness before, like, 3 o'clock or 2 o'clock or maybe 12 o'clock if the rugby's on. But like I just w- would never think about it, and then I could be in the airport at six a.m. and go, I have a pint. I look at Jill and I go, John Prosecco. She's like, Yeah. And it's just like I only want one. I don't want a rake of them. I don't want to start like drinking for the day. I just want that one where it's like, this is my holidays. That's the that's, that's the, the start moment. mode for me. It's not going through security. It's not doing the bags. It's not getting on the plane. It's whenever I sit there at the bar with my pint. I love it. Yeah, okay. it's something I've been doing for years. Mm. She fuck one, back him up. I don't it's think it's one for you, is it? it? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a few. <laughs> uh, I feel like, like when I look back at like when you you're in the airport again, you drop the bags off. Well, we drop Sarah's bag off. She always needs a ten kilo check in. I'm like, I'm happy out with my Bill Fratley's bag. You fit everything in that. Um, so we drop off the bag, go through security, and then it's like you're stressing through security and then once you finally like I, I don't even think me and Sarah even like have to mention it now we just like go straight upstairs and um, we sit down and it's like when you it's like when you go to a, a buffet or an all day breakfast or something like that and you sit down and you ju- jump straight back up it's like you get your table jump up I feel like that's when the, the holiday starts it's like it's like no man's land you're like just in the middle it's not Ireland it's not your no holidays man's land. That's it's like somewhere in the it. middle whereas like it's just fascinating. It's great. The rules don't apply. We're in exactly. no man's land. No man's land. That's it. That's actually it, isn't Perfect it? description. That's it. Okay. Very good. So I even feel myself getting excited listening to you. <laughs> I'm like, right, let's go. Let's go to airport. It's amazing. But in reality, I have the same sort of buzz about it. And then in re- the reality is very different for me. I actually hate the airport, hate the flight, hate the taxi or the car rental on the other side i hate all the bits cannot stand it so i just want to get hotel bags in the hotel or the airbnb wherever i'm going to and then i go now it starts then i go find whatever it is go find the breakfast place or go find the bar whatever we're doing that's for me where i want to go and experience the new place where i haven't been let's let's go find the place it's my favorite bit of it i understand that i totally get that i do love people watching in the airport as well though like if i if i could go there every day i probably would just not to drink but to just watch as well like i love that whole experience in the airport because i'm very i'm a calm traveler i don't get stressed about it i make sure i'm there early i know where i need to go i'm like what gate is it where's that gate deadly let's just dander down there now get there now and we can chill yeah yeah whereas if you have any level of stress around traveling i i imagine that's not the case at all yeah and i actually hate being slightly drunk on a flight I never want to f- that feeling. I want to be, for some reason, I feel like I'm about to get off the flight and have a slightly hangover day. I'm going to be like, oh, geez, I'm going to feel crap after One this. One Guinness just doesn't do that to me anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, and it kind of does for me, like I've had a pint, I'd get a slight buzz and then I'd be like, oh, fuck, I need to, have a, I need to go to sleep. You know, so, um, and also, I also use the airport for my wrapping up my work thing. I do that transition at the laptop I take it out and I go, I'm going to cram so much work into the hour I'm going to be in the airport lounge 
then I get on the plane, I do work all on the plane, close the laptop, I'm like, right, I crammed in loads of stuff. So it's really for me the productive time and then when I get there is the change. See, I feel like I can't be hung over on a flight, but <laughs> you're drunker. <laughs> <laughs> so like I've had some awful experience like coming back from uh, that long haul flight to Lanzarote. <laughs> um and I remember one year me and Sarah uh, we stayed an extra day or an extra two days I think and we were like fuck it we go mad and we, we went out mad the night before our flight home and again long haul flight hung over <laughs> just a lot of bad stuff happened on that hung over flight we, were, we weren't sitting together she had a lovely couple beside her giving her lollipops and mints I had an elderly couple I was in the window and I had a black bin bag in front of me <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I'd rather be like either not drink the night before a flight or have a few points to kind of settle the, the journey, you know? <laughs> settle the journey. <laughs> get, out, get out of no man's land. No man's land. That's, that's, that's the phrase of the day. Right, lads, let's leave it there today. Yeah.